Welcome to episode 145 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is not here. He's His pooch is uh, a little under the weather, so uh, we, are, we, are, we will miss him. But I actually have a great guest this week, and welcome back to Kelly Gumant from the Mac Observer. Mac Observer. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well, David. How are you? Doing great. Glad you are back. And we have all kinds of fun things to talk about. Uh, Apple has mm-hmm. been pretty active this last with this past week. So uh, including this announcement that's coming, uh, that they are going to be having uh, an event and all kinds of other mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, I will we will kind of wrap things up towards the end of the show. I have a new car and I'm going to be talking about uh, CarPlay. And I am so ridiculously excited that I have CarPlay out. <laughs> It's been it's been seven years in the making, so uh, it's it's I'm um, pretty excited about it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, let's let's jump right in here and talk about stuff. And okay. um, the first uh, uh, article I have from Mac Observer on the news, uh, Mac Observer. I'm sorry, I, as much as I would have it on Mac Observer, it's really in Mac Rumors. Um, <laughs> Apple Spring Loaded event uh, was officially announced, which was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I guess Siri leaked. Uh, she, yeah. she leaked. She leaked it out before any any uh, until Apple finally could uh, actually officially say that the uh, the event was <laughs> happening. So yeah. if you would if you ask if you would ask the S lady if uh, uh, when Apple plans to hold an event, uh, she uh, responded back and gave you the information. I found mm-hmm. that to be rather interesting. I have never seen them do that before. I don't think you have yeah. either, right? No. Um, and I woke up to my timeline saying Apple found the leak. And your digital assistant has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That was the, like a whole bunch of people in on Twitter, like kind of all at the same time. We're like, we're like, they she, were trying to double down on secrecy and they, you know, they figured out the call is coming from inside the house. And now she, you know, yeah, yeah. Some, somehow it leaked out. We don't know why or how, but it, it, it happened. But then they officially announced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it will be a week from, uh, well, actually, this coming Tuesday on April 20th, as we record this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spring Loaded. Join us for a, a special event. It'll be from Apple Park. And uh, we uh, anticipate that it's going to be uh, a highly well-produced uh, recording like it was last time from last year. Uh, number of the yeah. since it is remote. No one will be able to go there in person. But it looks like a lot of things we'll expect. There's iPads and um Potentially iPad Mini and AirTags and uh, mm-hmm. any, anything you have you seen that they're they're looking to uh, announce uh, that you've been hearing other than um, that what we know. Well, AirTags. Um, I'm yeah. I'm hopeful. For, <laughs> I'm hopeful for the iPad Mini. Well, so my theory, and for people who don't know, I run a home called Kelly's Home for Crackpot <laughs> Theories. I, I've run it for <laughs> years, right. and. <laughs> Uh, and so my crackpot theory is that the the event was late because there was something they couldn't nail down in 14.5. And the thing that we discovered they were trying yes. to put into 14.5 was uh, location stuff, the, the find my, like, mm-hmm. find I don't know what they call it, like find kit or something. But yeah, the, the find my stuff uh, that that the bicycle company van move, I think, bicycles um, yes. is going to be utilizing immediately. And so. Um, I think like that coming out sort of tips air tags over into reality, but I think they needed to nail that down before they could give it out to anyone. And I think that's why we've a had so many 14.5 betas and yeah. B um, haven't had enough, uh, like uh, didn't get to find my stuff until very recently, beta seven or something. And we're on beta eight now. Eight. Um, so I think that, I think that's part of why, like for me that's what put air puts air tags into the lead um i want there to be a mini because i want to feel like apple's taking the, the ipad mini seriously again because i feel yeah. like the people who love it really love it and it should be updated and i think it's a really valid device for a lot of people and so i i like when they you know have faith in that and and keep it going um uh, i'm curious what they're gonna do with the new ipad yeah, uh, because presumably it's the ipad pro and what they did last time was LIDAR, which for me myself does not matter in any material way, which means me. so, so I, so either like I would buy another air, like the new air is Rocks. a very nice looking iPad air. Um, I'm on the verge. You're about to hold one up, aren't you? <laughs> no, I don't have it. I still have a 2018 I, iPad pro. I, I did not um, upgrade the last one. I have, so. 
I have the last lightning iPad Pro. I don't remember which yeah. one that is, but it's, That's it's first a while gen, ago. I think. Yeah. And then, um, uh, so I don't know what they're going to do for the next one, but that either means a, I can buy what is right now, the, the latest and greatest iPad yeah. Pro, or just finally pull the trigger on an iPad Air, but I've been like the new iPad Pro has been breathing down our necks for a long enough time that I kind of want to see what's available. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm hopeful on that, and most of that comes from um, I do all my podcast editing on my iPad, hmm. and my iPad is a little bit creaky. It's starting to show its age, and so I would like to update that if I could. So um, we'll see. Um, yes, we will. Uh, so I'm, I'm, but I'm curious what, what they're going to add to it. And, uh, and the reason I want to know is because I'm curious, I, I want to know if it's something that I'm interested in. I don't like, I don't have a need for LIDAR and I can't find a yeah, realistic you. use case for LIDAR in my world. So if I were to go buy one, you know, if my iPad evaporated, um, I would probably go buy an air because the air is great. Um, and yeah. I was really excited about the last revisions of the air and the iPad because, um, the the regular iPad now is a really solid device. I used to yeah. not be able to recommend it to people unless it was like, I barely use it and that's not changing. Okay, then you can buy a regular iPad. It'll be yeah. fine. But you get a lot of iPad now for that amount, you for that amount of cash. Pencil. And yeah. And supports the pencil, does all that. Um, that's and And honestly, the better pencil and the better pencil interaction is what I'm looking forward to because I use Ferrite to edit. Yeah, and um, and that's uh, that's where I spend a lot of my time with on my iPad is on my iPad with my pencil in Ferrite cutting audio, and when I do that, um, it it would really be nice if my pencil didn't roll off the table. I would <laughs> I would like that a lot because yeah, I can only use the first gen. Pencil. So drive me crazy. Yeah. Um. So fingers crossed we get something new that's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be awesome. Otherwise, I'm gonna get a great deal on a lidar iPad Pro. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. Right? Hopefully, um, we'll get some price. Yeah, Price reductions my, on those. My hope, um, the thing I haven't heard a lot about, but uh, like seems to make sense in my mind. And remember, again, I run a home for these theories is um, <laughs> new headphones. Um, anybody who bought AirPods Pro uh, has used them to death and the battery is crapping them now. So it's time for them to come out with new ones so that everybody can just go buy a new pair. Um, mm. It's been quite a while since we got the last regular AirPods update, which was... Uh, yeah. Iteration two lets you talk to it without having to tap, I think. Um, and it comes with the wireless charging case, like right. as part of the headphones. So there's like second gen and it uses that wireless charging case. Those are what I have. Um, and so I would like, well, okay. Um, I bought a pair of those and I used a pair of those for a very long time. And uh, Mr. Kelly, uh, I have put them on long-term loan to him because he tried... <laughs> All kinds of true wireless headphones at work um, <clears throat> for Zoom meetings like this on his work PC. Mm -hmm. um, he tried headphone after headphone after headphone. Anything with a cable didn't work because it's a PC. So it's like, you know, way back there and the cable's really long and it gets in the way of everything. So that was hard. Um, other ones wouldn't stay connected, had crappy battery life, um, would get connected, but then not stay connected. So he'd be in mid-meeting and all of a sudden the, the meeting is blaring out of his computer and he has to yeah. like figure out how to you know solve it so um he tried all of them and then i said okay well you you've been through my stock headphones so um <laughs> take these don't say a word about them to me for a week i'm giving them to you here monday morning on friday night let me know how you feel about them and his biggest complaint about the airpods plugged into connected to a pc this is the reason yeah. i was like i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know anybody that does this <clears throat> so connected to his Windows machine, his work PC, because you can see behind me, that's a mini. That's yeah. Mr. Kelly's mini. Yeah. Um, he, he, I got an M1 and he got a case of M1 fever and there it is. Uh, so so uh, he said like his, his complaint about the AirPods is now in all my video meetings, I'm that guy with my fancy Apple headphones on. I'm like, okay, first of all, those aren't the fancy Apple headphones because those have a big headband and they're $500. And so no, and you're not fiddling with them all the time. So they're not the pros, which everybody seems to fidget with a lot when they have them, when they have them in most of the time, like on video calls and stuff. So 
if your biggest complaint is like, oh, everybody knows you have a pair of Apple headphones, I think you're fine. So yeah. I just sort of lent them to him because I work at home. I work here by myself. Uh, no pets, no children. So I don't have a lot of like uh, unexpected background noise. So I can just listen to a Zoom meeting on my speakers and it's fine. So um, that's what I've been doing for a while. And I don't want to anymore <laughs> because <laughs> I miss my headphones. Yeah. So what I really wanted to do was treat myself to a pair of iPad Pro, uh, AirPods Pro. I really wanted to, to treat myself to a pair. And so I'm waiting because then it was like, because about the time I was like, look, just take these. And then when the pros come out, I'll get a pair of pros because I like them. And that was about the time uh, everybody started going, March event, March event, March event. So <laughs> I'm waiting. So, so I've waited a whole nother month of like, okay, let's see. Let's see if we can get the March event in April. And we did. So now I'm really hoping that there's headphones. And yeah. uh, if not, uh, next time you have me on the show, I'll just be on with my new AirPod Pros that are, yeah. um, you know, That's what I'm one sporting. way or another. Yeah. Uh, my Apple card is currently on a regiment of light calisthenics so mm. that it is ready for Tuesday. Mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll probably both, uh, you'll definitely, you guys will definitely be covering it uh, live uh, as, yes. as, as it happens next week on mm -hmm. Mac Observer. And I would more than likely, I'm assuming that I'll be doing a, a event as well with, uh, for Mac guys only if, uh, uh, mm -hmm. if I hear from Mike Potter. But, uh, but we'll definitely be covering it and getting everybody, uh, up to date to what uh, what the Apple announces, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, next story: uh, Apple Fitness. Uh, they just announced. Actually, this uh, was announced today as we record this. Uh, uh, new Fitness Plus workouts geared specifically towards uh, pregnancy and older adults, as well as several several new yoga, high intensity interval training, the hit and strength yeah. workouts. Strength workouts for beginners. Uh, the new uh, workouts. Uh, 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 looks like they're going to be available on April 19th. Um, and the pregnant, the new pregnancy workouts consist of 10 workouts across the strength, core, mindful, and cool, cool down categories. So that's great to see. I'm really nice. excited to, to see that, that, that Apple is really already had, I mean, fitness plus as I don't think is a year old yet. And mm -mm. they're already, uh, they're already, uh, updating, uh, updating it with more, more stuff. So this is, uh, this is pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? I like, I like they're expanding. I use fitness plus, uh, not as much as I should. I know. Me, same um, here. <laughs> but I do, I do use it and I do like it. And, uh, one thing that I have appreciated is that uh, a lot of the like the yoga ones and the um, dance ones, which are the ones I usually do, um, they have uh, a group of three instructors that are all mm -hmm. doing the same the, the exercises, right. and then they have the person in the front who's doing something, and then the people in the back are usually like leveled up, like one is leveled up, like if the person in the middle is doing something and you think it's too easy, uh, do what this person's doing, which is mm -hmm. like slightly more complex. And if this one is too much for you, you can do what this person's doing, which is le lower intensity or less stretch or, you know, like less complicated of a bend or whatever. And I've appreciated the, I've appreciated that they do that for all of them and that they just state it. Like it's just this thing. Here you go. And the thing that I like about that is that uh, it gives everybody an opportunity and it gives you an opportunity through the same workout because there's some stuff that yeah. I can do very easily. And sometimes like um, a few years back, I blew out my knee. And um, so there's some of them that like I will go to do that. And I'm like, mm, no, no, no. So at least I still have an option, you know, and like I don't need it for the whole thing. But every once in a while, like what that person's doing, that's the lower intensity version. Like that's the one I need. So. I like that they're just expanding that into other people who want to um, continue to, to exercise and stuff. And uh, in this case, I think also um, props for understanding that there are women doing workouts um, yeah. because it was a long time before a lot of women's health features were part of health kit, for example, um, which was really hilarious to me when they would bring out woman after woman to go, like I love my Apple Watch and it does all this great stuff and I'm yeah. like and I'm like really <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm glad to see that they're that they they've got some of that um that they've got somebody like you know thinking forward a little bit on some of that stuff so I like that the that there are a wider variety of workouts I still think it's deficient in some ways but um yay it's for expanding there. workouts so that more people can do it yeah I want to filter by time and I want it to be a lot easier to share a workout with somebody and 
find the one I did last time. Absolutely. Like I want, like I want, like I wish that there was an easy, if there's history, like I usually, I usually use it on the Apple TV primarily. So maybe I'm just missing something in that interface. But um, I would also like to be able to like do that with another person somehow, you know, like a watch together, but like I'm here and you're there and let's both do the same yoga thing. Like would be kind of nice sometimes. Um, I have a friend that I, that occasionally will do yoga with me. And so like, we will, um, we will like call each other on speaker and then let the Apple TV play the workout. We'll each get the workout and be like one, two, three play. And then we'll, you know, stretch together and stuff. Cause it's nice to have somebody to do that. Absolutely. With, even, even though you can't have anybody to do it. with. Right now. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then uh, next story, we uh, got a couple more stories here we want to talk about. Um, yep. The iPhone 12 mini missing from the top five best-selling smartphone list of January 2021. According to a market data compiled by Counterpoint Point Research, the Apple's smallest iPhones since the 2016 iPhone mm-hmm. SE and the iPhone 12 mini have struggled to obtain a spot in the top five of this year. And we've been talking about this quite a bit. Um, and uh, according to the market data, you got the iPhone uh, 12, you have the iPhone 12 Pro Max, yay. Mm-hmm. And then the, the 12 Pro and even the 11 is still on this top, uh, top four of the list. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then even, even so, even, even more so, the, the rumors are already been, I haven't really started talk, talking about the iPhone 13 just yet, because of course those are already the rampant rumors. But yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's, they're saying potentially Apple may not even, come out with a, a mini version of the iPhone just, just for that reason. So they're really, well, they're really not, I don't think they're too happy if, if it, with its, uh, with its sales. Well, I think there's two things going on here and if it's the best selling phones in the month of January, um, everybody that wanted a little phone bought it. Like right. they bought an SE two or they bought it in October, November, December when they came out and they could get their hands on them. So I'm not surprised. Um, not me either. But also the thing that I think people are forgetting is like it's entirely possible that they will not make a 13 mini because they still they will still be selling 12. Like right now, one of the best selling phones was an 11. True. So the like I presume the tw- like the entire 12 line will continue to be available in the fall of this year when the 13s come out. And whatever the next phone is, maybe they won't call it 13 because it's bad luck, whatever. But whatever the next phone is, um, you will still be able to buy a 12 and probably a 12 Pro because right now you can buy an 11 and 11 Pro. So I, I just presume that they're going to continue to sell the 12 mini uh, as long as they can, you know, like they did with the SE. Like the SE just sort of kept going and you could continue right. to buy one. So I, I think they'll do the same thing. So I'm not as worried about it as I think a lot of headlines would like me to be. Yeah. Um, and I, and also a lot of people who buy like the smaller phones aren't aren't like they're not upgrading every year. They haven't had the opportunity to upgrade every year. So the only way you're going to find out if people who buy little phones are going to continue to do it year over year is if you make a 13 mini next year. And so we'll see. But um, I'm not surprised at all by this information. And I feel like it's a little no. bit of a of, uh, scare tactic to to. Yeah you know get people into it because there was a lot of pent-up demand for the little phone so everybody that wanted one like went out and bought it like as fast as they could because they were sold out immediately for a long time they were so i'm not surprised that that like they've reached supply demand balance and everybody who wanted one got one so i'm not surprised they're not that they're not seeing the the stellar sales that they had initially yeah. And we talked about it with uh, my friend uh, Brian uh, Departo, who was on the show in a, a couple bunch a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. he that was his phone. He has the iPhone 12 Mini, and we would be making fun of him because you know Warren and I both have the 12 Pro Maxes, so we're the big boys. You got the little guy, and it, it just it, I mean it just I mean of course our friend Brittany Brittany Smith too. Yes. For, she she absolutely loves it, and yeah she she yeah. said what what what, what what was her quote? She said you can't get that phone out of my hot hands. You can pry it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah called that hands. She just um, so there, honestly, are, there are some like there are some people loving it. I would have one if I would have one if it weren't for the camera because I got an 11 right. Pro last year, um, and the 11 Pro had such an amazing camera. I was still in love with it a year later when I got my 12, and so now I have a 12 Pro camera. And if I could have the 12 Pro camera in the mini phone, I would have had a mini, and I would not have thought twice twice about it, and I would not feel bad about it. But I couldn't downgrade my camera. Like that was the yeah. that was the problem, and I take a, like I do take a lot of pictures with my with my phone, and so oh, like me too. actual photos, not like 
you know, here's the level that I parked on or anything like, I mean, I take those two, but like I take actual, like, yeah. you know, sort of preservational pictures. Like I would take with a, a point and shoot if I had one. So, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't go back and night mode is unbelievable. Like I still can't get over it on the 11 pro honestly. So yeah. yeah, like some pictures that I took the last time I got to go anywhere a year ago. Um, I was like, even still, I was like, I can't get over, you know, almost a year later, I can't get over what kind of pictures I can take with the 11 Pro. And I have even more camera now. So yeah. Yeah, if I had so. had the 11 Pro camera, even in a 12 Pro, in a 12 Mini, I would have, I would have bought it and not bought twice and never been sad. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. All right, Don, next story. This is on 9to5Mac. Uh, Apple TV Plus uh, features the highest rated content of any streaming service, a study says. Yeah. Um, new, a new study reveals that Apple TV Plus has the highest quality content when compared to Netflix, HBO Max, Prime Video, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Uh, the, anal- the, the analyst uh, from Self Financial uses IMDb store scores with U- U- U.S. data. So... They, they they have this grid here. I thought it was really interesting to see where where all the numbers were uh, across all the you know the the, the big platforms and and it yeah. looks like Apple really scored really high Apple TV Plus uh, on most a lot of these categories going from action adventure to um, animation yeah. and stuff. And you guys talked about this on on, on the Daily Observation show. Um, yeah. What um what, what did you guys think of this? I mean, I I find this fascinating. Well, we were fascinated by it, um, partly because we haven't seen anyone else try to quantify like the quality yeah. of a service. Um, one of the things that I thought the, the TV Plus did that was really interesting was uh, the most, um, uh, I mean, it would be high quality, but the most like 4K content, the most extra high definition, highest definition content or, you know, however you want to, however you want to cut yeah. it, like, because like everything they, they have is like 4K. And so um, the thing like the grain of salt that has to come with this data set is that there's like, I think with movies, like there's like 70 things. Um, So when you take that 70 things again, that 70 things and you stack that up against the hundreds at Netflix, like the thousands at Netflix and Prime Video and probably the thousands at Disney, um, you know, you you can end up with some sort of skewed numbers, which, um, but I did like that somebody took a crack at it. And that was the thing that Charlotte yeah. and I discussed was um, somebody tried to figure out like, this is how we can do this. This is how um, this is like, this is the thing that we're trying to do to measure how these services stack up. And right. it was really interesting to see that. So yeah. Um, and I mean, how TVs has had in a year, like from from November to November when it when it was released, right. um, th- like 350, 340, 350 um, nominations and like things yeah. given, um, and they've won like a hundred, like yeah. of Ted, those three hundred and something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, t- I love that show. I can't wait for that next like, season. I, 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 I look wait. forward. I look forward to being on your Ted Lasso extravaganza when season two comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, will, I will watch it and be terribly excited. Um, it, it, it's like, it was an interesting idea. I was glad to see somebody take a shot at it because it was, yeah. it was a fascinating data set. Um, yeah. And even when you keep that in mind, like Apple is consistently rating higher. And one of the things that's interesting about that is um, on its face, a lot of their stuff sounds, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing these air quotes correctly, boring. Right. Like what people know about it is like the nature shows, you know, and the documentaries and the dramas that are on it. And so, uh, you know, like, yeah, there's Ted Lasso and, you know, but for every Ted Lasso, there's a morning show. And so, you know, and so on and so on. So it's kind of interesting to see uh, that they that they're continuing to like swing big. The, The part we sort of talked about. Uh, that we thought was interesting was, you know, um, like it's the highest quality service and nobody's paying for it. Right. Because Apple it's continues still, to give it away. Yeah. I'm still getting my 499 credit and I, and I have the Apple bundle too. Yeah. yeah I st- still get my $5 credit for it. So, um, so it's good stuff. So, yeah. All right. Let's uh, move on uh, from the news here. we got some great topics to talk about uh, this week. Um, uh, beta this week. Uh, well, Warren not being here. Again. I can't, we, we can't. Yeah, he, he he missed us again here. Uh, we, I can't razz him uh, about about being on beta. I have everybody else, but uh, 
But I think we're getting extremely close, like we just talked about. Uh, Beta yeah. 8 was just released. Um, to the developers, really not much else to see as far as any added uh, features. But I think you really hit the nail on the head about the fact that I've been talking about this constantly. And I, in fact, I, I during my uh, Apple user group, uh, special interest group, I uh, uh, had a segment talking about the um, uh, the app privacy and, and how really that's been the, the, the big, I think, the big thing of everything that's, that's happening with beta. And I think that's really what's been delaying it. And so it's, it's, there's no question. It's going to get, it's going to get announced for a final release on Tuesday. I'm, I'm almost mm-hmm. positive. Um, but, uh, but I, really I think it's so. important. I'm, I, I, <laughs> and I've been going on and on about the fact that, that, that Apple has really done a great job with, uh, of, of doing this. I think it's important that, that we should have the choice of what information is being shared and, and then mm-hmm. then that's it. I mean, Facebook, okay, you can you can go away. Facebook, you don't like it too bad. I mean, you know, they well, complained about it so much, and then and then they and then they and then they they step back and said, oh, I think it's okay. So, you know, and that ahead. what's what well, what's interesting about that is is people who have come out of the woodwork going, why is Apple doing this all <laughs> exactly. of a sudden? This is such a new weird stance for Apple. And the right. reason it's so funny is because there was a clip that went around. We t- we we talked about it over TDO. You can find a link. Um, a clip of Steve Jobs being interviewed by Kara Swisher at well, all things that's been going crazy code or something. <laughs> yeah. Where Steve Jobs says, like, that's why it's up to us, because we're going to tell the user every time. And right. our idea of privacy is it's up to you. And we're going to ask you every time what you want to do with your data. And we're going to just keep asking you oh, as, in, in case that in case that that answer changes. And. Like, to me, that sounds very, very smart, but I'm not Facebook. <laughs> so I think maybe yeah. that's part of it. Like the thing that has been the most interesting about the whole, the data, the privacy labels, the app tracking transparency, the web tracking identifier stuff. The thing that has been the most interesting is not that people are mad about it. It's yeah. who the people are that are mad about it. And when what you find out is that Facebook who's been giving your phone number out to anybody who wants it for like uh, 20 years. Crazy. Has, is like, <gasps> when they're the ones that are mad about it, maybe it's a good idea. Cause like, yeah. for example, uh, the massive data breach, the massive data leak where somebody got half a billion Facebook users information and right. then, and then let it out is interesting for two reasons. Number one, we talked about it a little bit on security Friday over at daily observations. And it's interesting for two reasons. Number one, it's now free which means whatever inherent value the person had by sitting on half a billion Facebook account information, they've sold, they've squeezed all the money out of it. They can. So now it's just out there for everybody. And right. Facebook isn't going to tell you if your account is one of those. Facebook's like, we're, no, we're not going to say anything about whether or not your account was part of the data leak. So even if you were part and somebody out there has your name and your phone number and an email address and a birthday and all your contacts, Facebook's not going to tell you that you need to take any no. sort of action that you should be. So, so it should, it should just be a thing. Like you should be able to enter your Facebook account information and get a credit check to make sure nobody's getting your identity. And that Facebook should be picking up that tab. I know that would never happen, but that's like what it should, that's what should happen. And that's never going to be what happens. Yeah. And you know, the, the like, that's the thing that I've sort of noticed about this is like anytime Facebook comes out and clutches their pearls about something, I'm like, yeah, I'm for it. Whatever it is. If it's making Facebook mad. Yes. Yeah. I want that. So (laughs) it's been, and it's been sort of interesting to listen to like advertising companies and stuff like get real worked up and then kind of not be (laughs) so loud about it anymore. It's not so it's not important. Yeah. It's important to us, but to them, they, they can, they can find other ways of making the revenue. I mean, and that was the thing that I thought that Tim Cook said that was really interesting was like you, if you, you know, we're always looking for ways to get less data from our users in order to do the things that we need to do. So Absolutely. Yeah. So it's absolutely not new. And it, and so like watching people get worked up about it has been sort of an interesting spectator sport as a person who does a lot of commentary on Apple. <laughs> watching just people like watching everybody faint about it has been kind of fun. So, but yeah. darn it, it's got to come out. It's been like forever. It, it seems like this is the longest of <laughs> all betas it's ever been in all the years I've been covering iPhone and, and iOS. It's just, God, this is crazy. I want to say that like, iOS four, maybe five had like a truckload of betas. And the only reason I remember is because uh, I always joke about having the Star Trek movie rule of betas, (laughs) 
<laughs> which is uh, only the even numbered ones. Don't bother with the odd numbered ones. Like yeah. wait till beta two, then get beta four, then get beta six. Um, and and like I don't, I, I want to say it was either iOS four or iOS five that started getting into like the new Star Trek movies because there were so many betas, and I was like, my <laughs> rules not of, holding up. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm almost out of movies, and I don't know what to do. So yeah. Um, so I I really need for there to be a new bit, and like when again with Kara Swisher uh, she mm-hmm. interviewed Tim Cook not too long ago on Sway and he said something about like uh, 14.5 coming out in a few weeks <laughs> and I was listening to it I was like no because that was like last Monday I think that episode. yeah, and, uh, yeah like, it's been a while already oh, since that interview it's not fair. yeah I was like how long ago did they record this maybe it's not yeah. as long as I think it will be <laughs> Uh, so then this next topic, I, and, uh, I actually brought this up on Mac Voices Live just this past uh, Tuesday when we were talking about uh, we had an open way of uh, uh, writing a letter to Apple and say, hey, can, can you do this for me? Um, and I brought this up and I thought this was interesting to see this story. Um, this was a couple of days ago. Bloomberg had reported that uh, Apple sp- uh, uh, supposedly is developing a TV box with an integrated HomePod speaker and a FaceTime camera. And I thought this was uh, 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 an interesting product since the HomePod, of course, we know uh, the big the big boy got discontinued. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're and they're saying that they're potentially going to be a similar concept to like the, what the, the Roku Stream Bar does, a single device that uh, mm-hmm. would be upgraded to have a comprehensive multimedia system. And I could see Apple doing something like this um, uh, just because where everything is going in, in this market, uh, with, uh, home devices with Google home and, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, Sonos is just coming out with more and more speakers yeah. and, 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 uh, the Rome. I know uh, Dave Hamilton did a great view view on that uh, product. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my, my Sonos uh, move. So I don't think I'm going to be getting that anytime soon, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so then you know, going through all the other devices that are out there, and I think Apple's finally come in realization that maybe this is going to be something that uh, uh, that would be appealing to to our customers. And, and I mean, of course, we're hoping that there's going to be a new Apple TV, which they haven't released in you know, gosh, mm-hmm. what three four years, uh, yeah. uh, at least at, as an interim uh, piece, so we can get that. We've all, we've also covered. Uh, I've talked about the, the, the potential they can finally revise that remote horrible remote control that it has uh, but uh, uh, and we, we, we really need to we really need to do something with this uh, but I, I think this is going to be an interesting uh, device if this does come true uh, to, uh, that uh, Apple will have something that will really be a cool thing to have because uh, some of these other devices are not so cool I, although I, I do have my See, Google home I do have my Google home the uh, hub sitting here and, and I do use it for for, for, for the most part I like to, to send over a stream you know from a browser or something I want to watch and have it off mm-hmm. to my side here so that I'm doing work and I can watch it and so it doesn't distract me on my computer so but people use those for other things too so um, yeah. yeah what do you think I, I think I think this is just definitely something that Apple is, is uh, working on well I there's a bunch in, there's a bunch in this uh, first of all I don't think it'll have a FaceTime camera whatever it is yeah. um, I don't think so and just because I don't think so um, that feels a little creepy and after the privacy conversation we just had I don't mm. think I don't think Apple would be into it um, maybe it comes with and without maybe there's two flavors right um, mm-hmm. I absolutely because uh, I talked to Dave and Brian about this on Daily Observations a while ago, mm-hmm. and we were talking about uh, the HomePod getting killed because Brian has a bunch of them, and Dave sort yes. of going like, "I don't really like. I don't think I'll. Ever, I don't think I would miss it because I have these Sonos ones, and mm-hmm. he has a HomePod Mini that he talks to that you know does what he needs." And we were talking about it, and. Um, like my desire for the next Apple TV is that it comes in a stick flavor so that you don't have to have a place to put it and uh, both cables like you can just have a USB cable that runs into the back of your TV if it needs power uh, like a fire stick you know and all those like you don't have to have a whole power cord and an outlet and a whole thing for it you just stick it inside the TV and you're done Um, and with a lot of people like hanging the TV on the wall like having that all of that cable situation happening is like not great so not everybody have the has the luxury of 
hanging their giant TV on the wall and then putting everything in the closet behind the wall like I do because there's right. a giant TV on the other side of that wall and all of the stuff that's hooked to it lives in the closet. <laughs> that's, so, and that's, that works perfect for you. <laughs> and it's great, but it's because yeah. like that's the layout that I that I got when I when we moved in here. Like that was the thing that we had was a clo- right. like an available closet behind the wall. So not everybody has that. And like when you do like, you know, having all the cables and stuff like I, I feel like that's um not a good solution and that's not what apple wants to do i mean apple doesn't want to have cables everywhere so i feel like uh so when we talked about it one of the things that brian said that really stuck with me was um apple apple is apple's learning all the stuff they're learning about you know computational audio the way they're doing computational photography and spatial audio and how to have everything process that properly and do something really cool with it and dave said they're making a sound bar and that, like that, like yeah. the one-two punch of that, like really stuck in my brain. So I could absolutely see Apple doing something Roku-like, where the new Apple TV is a soundbar because lots of people like a soundbar. Sure. Uh, even if you have a surround system, a lot of people have a soundbar for that center channel, so that all of the dialogue and everything comes kind of out of the TV. Or like even when you're not watching movies, if you're just watching, you know, if you're still one of those uh, cavemen who has cable, you know, like me. Um, hmm. That's why I can say it. I have cable here. You're not cable alone. Uh, so like, if you have cable and you're just sort of watching cable television, then like having better sound come out of the TV is always a plus. And then you have like your surround for like, I'm sitting down and I'm watching the Falcon and the Winter Snowman and I want the full surround experience, you know, and I want to maybe rattle the windows a little bit when people are fighting. Like I have that option. So I feel like the soundbar is a really smart thing for Apple to do. And ever since Dave said that, like that's sort of lodged in my brain. And especially because Brian said like, they're not, they didn't do it for nothing. They're taking all of that knowledge and they're going to do something with it. Um, So that's the part that I think is interesting. Um, And I too wish they would do something about the remote. And part of the reason I really need them to do something about the remote is because Logitech is killing the Harmony remote and that's how I run all the stuff that lives yeah. in this closet. And so I'm really worried about what happens when that quits working reliably. Yeah, and we, and we could talk about that real quick. I know I saw you put that in the notes, show notes here. I just tried <laughs> for the pace, pace of time here. But uh, yeah, that was kind of a sad announcement that uh, Logitech uh, that just killed off the Harmony remote. I mean, that mm-hmm. was that was a 20-year device. That, and that device had been, obviously, Harmony was its own company. And then Logitech bought them, gosh, probably like at least 15 years ago. It's been so long. And it was so long. <laughs> yeah. And there are people who like it and there are people who don't like it so much because it is, it was a very complex device. Um, and, 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 and being able to control everything, it was always a nice thing during the times where we had 10 remotes sitting at, uh, sitting on our yeah. end table. Um, but, um, I, I, it was kind of sad that it happened. Uh, uh, but, it, it it worked and it worked with the Apple TV and it worked with a lot of mm-hmm. other devices, but I think people are starting to, to you know they're using their their smartphones they're using iPhones to, to control their their devices some, in some cases and and people just want I guess simple remotes like I guess and, and Logitech well, found uh, found otherwise unless you know you have a, 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 a your thoughts on that. Well, I have a Harmony remote um, and that's how I run everything because um, again closet full of stuff hooked up to the TV. And uh, part of what, like, so I, as a remote, as a person who in the before times would regularly have guests who would be at my house, being able to hand them a remote where the screen says, watch TV, and the screen says, watch movie, and, you know, play music, like having it be very obvious what things you can do. Uh, and, you know, and when you push that button, it turns on all the right stuff and puts it on all the right inputs. And now you can do the thing you wanted. And having that option, uh, mostly for people, like, it was nice for me. It was convenient. But, like, if I needed to do it by hand, like an animal, I could with all of the remotes <laughs> if that was the thing that needed <laughs> That's to happen. Right. But, but I don't have to. And additionally, um, uh, I have an A-Lady out there. And so I can tell yeah. the A-Lady to turn on the Apple TV. And she does she does it through the Logitech Harmony skill. And now, as much as I love the remote, whenever I got new stuff, I had a new level of hatred for the software that controls the remote because configuring the remote made me a danger to myself and others. I hate (laughs) having to try and set up that thing. I hate it with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. Um, And I like, 
from the absolute get-go, everything about it feels user hostile. It feels like a challenge. It feels like, you know, it feels like I would be better going up in a riddle content contest against a Sphinx to see if I could get this thing to, to you know, run the stuff in the closet. So having to ever make a change to it drove me around the bend. But mm-hmm. once it worked, like, that's very exciting. Uh, I have three of them in my house, three of those remotes. Hmm. One of them is the smart hub with the screen, the 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 actual screen that will change depending on what activity you're using and i have two of the older ones that have the little display and you just tell the display like what to say and push the button next to it but it's kind of a static screen uh so they are not ones that connect to a hub or anything like that they're just some of the older remotes and i love them um and that's why i love them is because i can push watch dvd and it just turns everything on and does what it needs to do however like if you buy a Panasonic television and a Panasonic DVD player, you can use the TV remote to run both of those things. Right. And more companies have made it easier for that to happen. CLC, I think it's called. Um, something like that. Like, I, and I don't remember what it stands for, but there's some option that you can turn on on your devices and then like mm-hmm. the Panasonic DVD player will listen to the Panasonic TV remote and then you're done and you can just yeah. use that one remote for things. And between that and uh, like smart TVs having their own skill where you can tell the Google home or the echo base or uh, your home home pod or whatever yeah. um, to turn things on, like because the TV itself can handle a lot of that. I think that's probably why Logitech is getting out of this business. Um, yeah. but it still makes me sad. They said they're they're not going to unsupport it. They're not going to stop supporting it anytime just soon, as long as people anymore. are still using it. So they're just not going to sell anymore, which is okay. But I do kind of feel like I should buy one just in case. Yeah, I think that's. I wouldn't be surprised. There are a lot of people are doing that because it's just you know for oh, sure, yeah. de- sure, uh, pure demand. So mm-hmm. and you know people are going to be gouging it on eBay too. So selling, oh sure, it's a ridiculous pricing. So. Uh, but no, I just I, I I thought that was yeah that was important to, to at least uh, to touch upon that and uh, yeah that's yeah. sad and that's and that's why I'm worried about the the Apple TV because like the, I know that remote's not great like the only no. thing I've the only thing I can do to improve it I have done which is I put a glow in the dark silicone sleeve <laughs> for it and so See. now and it covers the bottom with silicone so when you pick it up in your hand you can tell which way is right side up which is yeah. helpful that's like that that's all I can do. So let's. And the glow uh, in the dark is nice when it's. You know, oh yeah, it's, and I can't see it. And, and you can see it, so it doesn't. It doesn't get. If it, if it gets yeah. uh, in between the couch cushions, you'll you'll. You, when you your might, couch you might, is black, it's not an option to just not yeah, do anything it'll blend. with that remote. It will yeah. blend. Um. So uh, uh, next topic I wanted to touch upon is uh, I, I guess I could be kind of excited I, I i had decided to purchase a new car a new car so i have a very uh, 20- excited it's a new car yeah. yeah well new used car that is uh but still it's a 2018 dodge charger which is uh nice. and it's got the hemi engine so i got the you know the, all the horsepower and the, and the speed but is my, it warm my, in here yeah yeah it was the my previous uh, charger was a 2011 and it did it did i just was it was killing me i just had no technology in this you know i mean Back in the day of the 2011, you know, technology was not anywhere near as it is today. So, uh, so every time you want to use my iPhone and be able to hook it up and be able to play it, it works through Bluetooth and sometimes it doesn't sync, it doesn't want to play. So, and that was a little bit of my motivating factor. And, you know, it was, it was time. It was time to get a, a newer car and, and, and a beauty at, at that. So, so of course it has CarPlay and I'm, it can't, I'm, I'm just, Absolutely excited! I've only had the car two days, so you're getting a, a, a two day review that I decided to, to to bring it up on the show this week uh, with you. All right. And, and uh, do you have CarPlay in your car? No. Okay. No, so I have an old, an older. Uh, it's not new. Uh, Subaru Outback is what I oh, generally okay. drive, okay. and uh, it has Bluetooth. And every time I get a new phone, my phone and the Bluetooth in the car hate each other in a new other. and interesting way. And I know so stuff. it's always it's always different uh, with my 11. It would always connect and play whatever was playing. Uh, even if the even if the radio was on like radio or CD in the background, it would connect to my phone and start playing on my phone. Yeah. So later I'm like, 
five chapters ahead in a book I was listening to and I can't figure out what happened. And it's because the whole time I was driving around, it was playing my, my audio in the car to nobody because that wasn't even the input that was selected and the car didn't care. It was yeah. not. Now yeah. it refuses to connect. And so I have to tell it by hand uh. every time to connect. And uh, that is not better. It makes me say a lot of words I will not say on your show. <laughs> um, so, uh, so needless to say, I was extremely excited and couldn't wait to plug it in and and get it going. Uh, the uh, I'm gonna have pictures in the show notes so you can see the, how my dash looks and uh, and uh, nice. I, I, I am telling you that uh, the interface is just absolutely amazing. Um, Easy to, to, to navigate through your the apps, whatever whatever music you listen to, you know YouTube YouTube Music or Amazon Music or Apple Music, or Spotify, and you know even though, you know I've got MLB on there for so I can I can go into the MLB app for baseball, <laughs> and it actually brings up the you know of course it's not going to bring any video you can't watch you know of course you should not be yeah. watching video while you're driving, yeah. so you know if I want to grab and listen to a, to a uh, to a baseball game I go in there and do that so really any any of the apps that are based um, on audio uh, are, 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 are going to be available for you, um, mm-hmm. which is it was which I was I was super excited about. Um, and interface itself is easy to navigate, just like you're doing on your iPhone. You drag back and forth, and, and I know CarPlay's been on for quite a while, but you know I guess I can be excited about it since I have had had yes. it all these years. So yes, um, absolutely. I am so looking forward to it. At some point, I will yeah. end up with a car that has CarPlay. I don't yeah. know when. But someday in the future, I will find it's like when I was like a year late to Apple Pay. And so like everybody's been like bonking the phone on the thing to buy stuff yeah. forever. And I, you know, right. and I come along the following, you know, October and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it's yeah. Insane. So it um so it, it does have uh, all the mapping support. Uh, of course, Apple Maps probably be de facto. Nice. But you have Google Maps, you have Waze. Um, mm-hmm. So a, a, any of the really uh, any of the, the the primary mapping services are on the screen, which is absolutely awesome. And Audible has a thing now. Audible somehow, too. Audible somehow knows when I connect to the car and I'm listening to a to my, to my book or my radio drama mm-hmm. or whatever they call it uh, when I'm driving because at the top there will be a banner because I like I have to back out of the garage and then sit in the driveway and wait to like connect yeah. it to Bluetooth and then I launch Audible and then I set my phone down and go drive and when I set my phone down um, it has a banner on the top now that's like used ways with Audible and so it has some sort of integration with that so it knows it's connected to car audio this was a thing that came in in, in iOS 14 at some point right where it can classify like there are classifications for the kinds of audio they are so that it interacts differently if you if you're in car audio versus headphones versus like a speaker or whatever so right uh yeah so i've seen that a couple of times lately and like i don't use ways for anything so i haven't tried it out yet but it looks like something that might be cool if i was like regularly needing to use maps for stuff so so instead of being not so safe by looking at your iphone on your map uh uh, now it's going to be on the display of course uh you connect is the is the is the service that that goes in the in the Dodge and the Chrysler products and Fiat, um, and Jeep, uh, and uh, it also has its own built-in navigation, but which I don't know if I would ever use, uh, and I never really used it uh, before in my old car. Um, so you really got some great great op- options as far as navigation goes with mapping. So mm-hmm. I, I so now you have choices. So I can go to yeah. three other three places I can go to if I, whatever I feel like. Using, I, I probably I'm I'm partial to Apple Maps, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, and, and the directions should be good. So and, and the nice thing too is it, they've they've made it in such a way where it interfaces with what you're listening to. So just like they've done in the interface with the the car itself with UConnect, you know, it'll bring the map on a small corner. Then you have whatever you're listening to for music, and be able to navigate through it too as well. Nice. And uh, I also have Sirius XM. So Sirius XM. Uh, already okay. is built into the into the radio as it is uh but the, uh, I, and uh they made it super easy to switch too i was able to just go from my iphone and and uh hit switch phone switch uh switch your uh, radios so i put the you know the radio nice. id in and just did it right from the the web right from the iphone of course they charge 15 bucks to do it you know, yeah that's why that's why I never have Sirius XM because they're yeah. like, we'll give it to you for $5 a month. And I'm like, can I have it on my phone? And they're like, we'll give it to you for $15 a month. And I'm like, yeah. we're hanging up. Well, yeah. but we like Sirius XM. I have it in both, two or both our vehicles. So, yeah. Uh, but, but the, the other thing too is the online Sirius XM app does work um, within nice. CarPlay. So you can listen to 
because there are a lot of channels that are on there that won't be on a, on a standard radio. Although when I upgraded, now I've got more channels than I had before. So, um, oh, yeah. so, so you, so you have some, some, some great, uh, great ways of interfacing. Uh, Siri really integrates it really nicely. Um, cause I can say, Hey, yes, lady, and be able to get to it. Or I can just ride on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. You got, it, it integrates perfectly with the, with the voice uh, recognition. That's nice. It, it, so it's not using the, it has its own, or you can integrate it with Siri, uh, uh directly and be able to ask, ask awesome. her anything. Um, so what, and same thing with messages and the phone, uh, it, it, it keeps you safe, you know, cause I, you know, that, that's first thing I, we I worry I'm going to start looking at this thing and I'm taking my eyes off the road, but it really, it doesn't. Um, it really, it gives you a good, a good way of, uh, of getting to things. When you tap messages, it'll, it, uh, uh, the S lady will come up and ask you, what do you want to say to this person? So it's just a matter of one, uh, two taps mm-hmm. messages to the person. And, and then you can, you know, you can do your message right from there. So I think it, yeah. uh, it did some really good things. Uh, the customization, I'll have, I have a screenshot that you'll see in the show notes as well of how to, to be able to organize your app. So I, it just, just like what you do with any other apps, it, it allows you to be able to move them up or open them down, similar to what the control center does, you know, with the mm-hmm. moving, moving things up. So it, uh, it really, it really does a good thing. But then I also did an interesting, other interesting thing. I have an old Android phone that I've been, you know, playing around with for many years and I, mm-hmm. I, I decided, <clears throat> let me, I want to see what Android Auto looks like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and you could, you see that I'll have a picture of that in the show notes too. It, it, there's just no comparison. It, 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 first off, if you notice, there's, 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 uh, there's an up and down arrow to the left of the screen. That's the only way you can navigate between the apps is by tapping Thanks. that little arrow there. Yeah. Uh, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't give you any options at all as far as, uh, uh, moving things around. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I wasn't surprised, to be honest, as far as it, it, it's not good. I, I think Apple outdone, um, outdid itself with CarPlay. I really do. Well, the thing is, it looks really similar, but knowing what I know about the usability of each of these, like that's the part that's interesting to me mm-hmm. is that, um, you know, there's a bar across the bottom with some stuff in it, you know, on both of them. And there's only, you know, eight things on the screen that you can see. Uh, you know, at a time and like there's a maps option there. But like when you look at the Apple one with like the the main stuff kind of in the sidebar there and, and being able to see the other stuff like that, it seems like they do kind of the same. But knowing about how you would use yeah. that particular interface in a car um, is kind of interesting. Also, because like it seems like the Android one is a little bit out of date. That's sort of what 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 it is. Android auto looked like when it started, I think. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been through a lot of, of revolution, mm-hmm. like evolution in that amount of time. It would be really nice if maybe somebody rebuilt it uh, in a in a way that would be more convenient. So and, and you wonder why more people are moving away from Android and coming back to coming to the to the to, to, to our well, side, not, the iPhone side. Apparently so. not everybody because Android put out an app mm. that says we can make your iPhone into an Android phone just to remind yes. you how much you miss it. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> If we have a few minutes, to, I, I want to talk, talk about that. I have I had that in, in our notes too, um, but uh, calendar is awesome. I was trying to awesome. hand you a smooth transition. Uh, I know. Like, I know. Let's talk about that for a minute. I, I will. I will touch upon that in a sec here. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the calendar is is great. It gives you a nice big bright calendar on the display, so you can see what mm-hmm. what you have upcoming. Um, it. Uh, it, it it just it just it just works. I think it's just it's just a it's just such a great uh, way of, uh, of of being able to uh, get nice control. So now when I'm in my car, I mean I just have just mass amounts of media that I can have access to and not have to uh, and not have to even fumble with it. I mean I use uh, uh, I use a Pocket Cast for podcasts and um, it works beautifully. Um, and it and, and and it has the podcast come up easy to get to tap tap. I mean, because I would be I would be bad, you know. I would I would cue daily observations to listen to, and and and, and when I'm on a long trip uh, driving uh, uh, any distance, and uh, I still had to you had to prep for it. You had to put it in in your phone, and then and then and then mm-hmm. play. You didn't really have a nice interface to get to it. So now it's good. It just it just works. It brings it brings the convenience to to that. So a lot of podcasts podcatcher apps are. Are, are are working with it um 
as well as uh, many others. So, uh, so uh, I will have definitely have, I'll have a link in the show notes with from with car the CarPlay website from Apple, and uh, we'll also have um, uh, uh, and we'll, ha- we'll, we'll so you can take a look at what all that's all about. And mm-hmm. again, I thought I was excited about. It. I wanted to just kind of give my you know this is this is only two days of of, of having it, so it's uh, so it's pretty fresh. Uh, oh, it's uh, great though. It. And, and and now I get yeah. as I start driving a little longer distances, I think probably even be even more immersed. Uh, you know, with the, the, mm-hmm. the now I have media galore. I probably not even want to leave the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, let's touch upon that a little bit. Uh, I, I above of the uh, two articles I had in here, uh, one of them was that yeah, Samsung, uh, a very strange thing. We talked about this I think last week on uh, on a Mac Voice, Mac Voices Live, I believe. Um, and Samsung had this thing called the eye test, um, where if it lets you be able to try. A, a galaxy phone on your iphone i'm like why would in the heck would you want to do that um so apparently this i, I guess the site was in from it was uh, advertised in new zealand and uh and all you have to do is, is there's a there's a link you go to and it it opens it up and it, it actually is a it is a actual virtual simulated uh samsung galaxy it's very strange i i went to it uh, and right away when, when, while we were doing the show and i'm like this is goofy <laughs> Very goofy. Did you try? You tried it, right? You what? What did you? Uh... No, I just looked at it and went. That's, oh, that's okay. really weird, and I don't understand what it like. I didn't understand what it was supposed to do because it just sort of looked like all of the parts of Android that I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> I have an exactly. Android tablet that I use, and so sure. that I'm at least passingly familiar with how some stuff works. That's and that's why I have the and, phone too, right? And there's some stuff that I think is really cool in Android that that uh, I enjoy that I wish would be on iOS, like you can put an icon wherever you want on a page and it doesn't have to be from the top left corner to the bottom right corner. Right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. If I want to put one like down here and I want to put one up here, I can do that. And I don't have to do any sort of jiggery pokery to space them out so that I get them where I want them or have them bigger or smaller. If I want a great big mail icon, it'd be really nice if that were an option and it's not. So that's the thing that I like about Android. Um, uh, iOS has been doing better about notifications and like being able to manage those and, and being able to see those. So um, I have slightly fewer complaints about that, but uh, like, it's just sort of, it felt like all of the clunky things in Android that I, that I find frustrating were staring me in the face. And yeah. it was sort of a like, why don't you come back? And I'm like, cause that's kind of gross. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. I was, that was my, my exact sentiments of looking at the Android auto. I just, I just it's just gross. <laughs> Yeah, like th- this isn't this isn't intuitive. It's not easy to use, and I understand that. Like a lot of what makes my iPhone intuitive is that I've been carrying them for like ten years. I get that. I really, really do. It's been ten years? Maybe it's been more than ten years. But anyway, like a long time. Like the whole reason my iPhone makes sense to me is because I've been staring at it for a really long time. So I I understand that. But um, like it's also just sort of. Uh, like the the way that they chose to lay it out, it just sort of felt like here's all the ugly parts, and we're going to put them all right in front and center, and show off all the ugly parts so that you know to remind you why you left. I guess I don't know. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's just yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we're just we just like iPhone so much, and 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 people yeah probably and don't it's not that it. I don't want to like I have I have an Android tablet like I said I play with it regularly because yeah. I want to see what what Android looks like and. There's things on it that I think are nice, and and none of the things that I appreciate about Android were stuff that showed up in that app. The the screenshots that I saw, but I didn't install it. But like the stuff that I saw was like, yeah. those are all the parts that are terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're not uh, not uh, too terribly exciting. So, um, but uh, all right, well, looks like we have come to a close for the show this week. An hour has just flown by here. And uh, I appreciate you being here and I hope everybody enjoyed it. So let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up for this week. Uh, That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and Pocket Casts. I talked about that this week. We're on there as well as many others. But better yet, go to our website, 
uh, at intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Kelly, I'm so thrilled you came uh, back onto the show. And uh, please tell everybody how we can find you. All right, get comfy. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter as Verso. You can find me every weekday hosting the Mac Observer Daily Observations podcast over at MacObserver.com. You can find me over at The Incomparable where I occasionally talk about other things I really like. And you can find me on The Incomparable with my own show called I Want My MCU TV where uh, I talk with Don Melton and Lisa, Lisa Schmeiser about the current Marvel television show. And uh, the new one is The Falcon, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And so we are talking about that one uh, while it's airing. And uh, we're really excited about the rest of them. So, yeah. You can just find it. Find her all, all great places, um, but uh, I'm, I'm not that hard to find, really. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but we really appreciate everybody being here. I hope you enjoyed the show, and hope you enjoyed listening. And uh, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.